Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Dealing with the devastation. We have nowhere to turn. Where are my kids going to lay their heads? As the tornado death toll rises. She was a beautiful little girl and she would have grown up to be awesome. Pursuing contempt charges against Trump, chief of staff. We cannot be satisfied with incomplete answers or half-truths. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. And I'm Jim Crisul in Paducah, Kentucky, with the CBS World News Roundup. The tornado death toll has risen to at least 88 people across five states, with search and rescue efforts continuing. CBS News lead national correspondent David Begdo is in hard-hit Mayfield, Kentucky. There is devastation everywhere you turn, and cleaning up is going to be the first step in a daunting journey. With this amount of damage and rubble, it may be a week or even more before we have a final count on the number of lost lives. At least 74 people have died just in the state of Kentucky, and more than 100 are still unaccounted for. We still have uh, rescue operations in multiple places. There is good news. Officials at the Candle Factory say search and rescue teams have accounted for all 110 workers who were inside the now obliterated facility. Eight people died there, including Robert Daniel. I can't believe it. He was such a great man. He was such a good dad. And then there is Daryl Johnson. He rushed to the factory early Saturday morning looking for his sister, Nisi. If I expected anyone, it would be her. She's a fighter. The 50-year-old mother of four and grandmother to 16 did not survive. We're learning more about the many victims of these storms, the lives lost and the loved ones they left behind. Those victims include a two-month-old baby in the small Hopkins County, Kentucky town of Dawson Springs. CBS's Lilia Luciano has that story. We'll never know who she'll look like for sure, what she would have done in life. Audrey Carmen was there when her two-month-old granddaughter, baby Oakland Coon, died in the hospital. She was a beautiful little girl. Oakland is one of at least 17 deaths in Hopkins County where whole communities like Dawson Springs were flattened. But search and rescue teams keep searching. The biggest immediate need for thousands is housing, and officials are working to figure out what to do. President Joe Biden will visit tornado-ravaged western Kentucky tomorrow. Steve? Well, Jim, the Select House Committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol has revealed more of the evidence handed over by former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. 
But he's now refusing to cooperate further, and CBS's Nicole Killian reports members voted last night to pursue charges of contempt of Congress. When you look at the the criminal uh, component of this, the intent, there's never been an intent on my part. Former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows appeared on a familiar platform to defend his and former President Trump's actions on January 6th. They're going to find that not only did the president act, but he acted quickly. But during his appearance last night on Fox News with host Sean Hannity, there was little mention of new revelations from the 9,000 pages of documents he turned over, including text messages between himself and a number of cable TV hosts during the attack. In one text exchange, Hannity urged Meadows to tell Mr. Trump to, quote, make a statement and ask people to leave the Capitol. Host Laura Ingram also pleaded with Meadows. Mark, the president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. She added he is destroying his legacy. Even the president's son, Don Jr., wrote to Meadows in a text message. He's got to condemn this ASAP. Meadows responded, I am pushing it hard. Pfizer says testing on its COVID treatment pill indicates it can cut hospitalization or death in high-risk unvaccinated adults by 89% if given within three days of symptoms. Philadelphia is the latest big city to require proof of vaccination at restaurants. The U.S. Supreme Court has rejected a challenge to New York's vaccine mandate for health care workers. Air travel is up as the pandemic wears on, and the TSA reports airport security seized more than 5,700 guns at checkpoints in the U.S. this year. That's a record number. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. No American troops will face discipline for a drone strike in August that killed innocent civilians and children in Afghanistan's capital. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says generals recommended procedural changes. Defense Secretary Austin has approved them. There was not an overt uh, line in there that said we don't recommend accountability. Uh, There certainly was no line in there that we recommend accountability. Their recommendations were more about procedure and process. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is expected to plead guilty in the federal civil rights case that stemmed from George Floyd's killing. He was convicted of murder in the criminal trial. WCCO-TV's Esme Murphy. These talks have been underway for about nine months, but the big thing is that we will hear from Derek Chauvin, and for the first time, we should hear why he did it. A deal has been struck in the Boy Scouts of America's big bankruptcy case. One of the organization's largest insurers will pay $800 million into a fund for victims of child sex abuse. That would bring the total in the proposed trust to more than $2.5 billion. Well, the White House says President Biden had a good, constructive phone call with West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. He's again indicated he's not ready to go along with other Democrats in backing the $2 trillion social spending bill. Whatever Congress is considering doing, they should do it within the limits of what we can afford. And that means uh, having a tax plan that, that's uh, fair and equitable. It keeps us competitive, but also makes everyone pay, especially the wealthy pay their 
their fair share, too. The U.S. Air Force has discharged 27 people for refusing to get the COVID vaccine. They're believed to be the first service members to be cast out for disobeying the order to get shots. Reports say there were 37 positive COVID tests in the NFL yesterday, a new daily high. And the league is now mandating booster shots for coaches, front office people, and other staffers. Not for players, though, says Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports. They can't mandate it. They haven't mandated the vaccine, even though more than 94% of all players have been vaccinated. What they would very likely do is increase the testing cadence. In the NBA, the Chicago Bulls have had their next two games postponed with 10 players in the league's health and safety protocols. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Critics are howling about a dash for cash for teachers in South Dakota. Ten teachers hit center ice at a junior hockey league game in Sioux Falls to scoop up as much money as they could for their classrooms. They got down on their hands and knees, frantically grabbing for 5,000 single-dollar bills. Critics say it was demeaning and insulting. Some compared it to Netflix Squid Game, where contestants play deadly children's games for the chance to win millions. The contest was organized by the Sioux Falls Stampede of the U.S. Hockey League and a local mortgage lender. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Library of Congress is adding 25 movies to the National Film Registry, including Star Wars Episode VI, Return of the Jedi, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and from 1902, the Ringling Brothers Parade film. That's the Roundup. For Jim Crisula in Kentucky, I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house there were 
the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings wherever you get your podcasts.